right, episode 64. 64. Today, today is a guest podcast. I love these ones when we get to bring people on. You get to see the behind the scenes today. I do. Today we're talking to Arla. Arla is a nutrition coach here at CrossFit Function and uh, time to get to know you and your story and what you enjoy about nutrition and the clients that you work with and all that good stuff. Do you listen to the podcast? Occasionally. <laughs> Put you on the hot seat. For yeah. That. Honest answer. Honest. If you're going for honest answer, yes. Um, I've listened to the first 30 consecutively. And then after that, I pick and choose which topic oh. I want to. So we're kind of boring. Is what you know, so. no, no, I just have a, don't have a lot of time. So now you get to see the behind the scenes and how this flushes up. This is fun. Cool. All right. Well, start us off. Tell us a little bit, sort of like, your background tell us about your let's start crossfit like what brought you to crossfit what brought you to crossfit what brought period? Me to, yeah megan megan i'm a nurse i work with megan uh, on obstetrics floor like 12 out of 12 shifts and it was her incessant nagging <laughs> what was she saying to you oh come come to crossfit Arlo. you'll like it you'll get strong how uh, long was you, whoa 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 what was your reaction to the nagging oh god <laughs> had you ever done anything fitness before no so this was like the first thing. Yeah. And you trusted her like that. <laughs> yeah. Have you done any runs before? Cause you. Um, no, not okay. any. That was, we were just oh, looking okay. at starting. So this was literally like the beginning. Yeah. That's cool. Fun fact. Arlo's first class was my first class coaching by myself. And it was seven <laughs> minutes of burpees. <laughs> remember that for various different reasons yeah. <laughs> and I came back how I, how long was Megan a member before you joined I think a year I because yeah I remember going through the anniversaries recently and like the dates were almost exactly the same but it was like a, a year yeah. in between yeah yeah, yeah. so she probably thing. nagged for about three or four months pretty pretty <laughs> incessantly before I decided to come what kept you coming because um, clearly seven minutes of burpees is not the thing that anchors you to. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the community. Yeah. It felt like walking into a family as opposed to a gym. It seems to be. A you comment. felt that on like your first day? Yeah. Like I felt welcomed on my first day and it wasn't like. There you go. That was your class. Was my class. Great job, coach. <laughs> I feel like there were some good people in that class. It was like a 7 a.m., wasn't it? It was something. It was early. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I blocked most of that out, I think, other than the seven minutes of burpees and I Fair came enough. back. Um, so tell us a little bit like what your journey through both fitness and health and nutrition, like all of that, like what does that, what did that look like? Like give us the. Well, play by, play by play. they started CrossFit. Um, I also started training for a marathon. Meg- Megan and I decided to do a marathon in LA that same, there the next spring. So it was a lot of stuff I had never done before and um, working through some injuries because I'm a little bit uh, delicate <laughs> <laughs> and, and spending time rehabbing and learning to scale back and um kind of progressively, you know, getting healthy, re-injuring or just old injuries kind of acting up again um, and learning how to, to reschedule uh, workouts or reset your mind frame, mindset kind That's of the biggest thing. to 
okay, I'm coming and I'm going to do this. It's not going to feel awesome. I'm not going to do it hundred percent. I know I can do better, but today this is the best I think. And watching you kind of embrace that over the years, you know, to this most recent episode that we've been working through, just how much you've grown in that mentality has been awesome. Yeah. You know, and that's, I would say that's probably the hardest part about getting injured is like convincing yourself to still continue on and, and just change your approach. Yeah. You know? And, and most of the time I win with that sometimes. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, I, I've been with you through some good days and bad days, but yeah. I would say now you are more consistent with good days, Yeah, which is cool to see that growth in how you approach those yeah. kind of setbacks and, and, and detours. And that's the stuff that you don't really think about while you're doing it, right? Yeah. It just kind of happens as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then along with, I guess, the training is, is being a little bit more focused on what you're fueling your body with to make your training sessions more effective. The nutrition part of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember that right off the bat when you guys made this nutrition or um, this marathon goal, like yeah. I remember being a part of that nutrition journey to prepare for that too, yeah. you know, whether it was with Megan or. Yeah. Um, do you think that adding nutrition into your approach has helped you be successful with a lot of the things that you guys have taken on over the last years? I would say most definitely, um, like pre-nutrition wise, I was drinking two plus liters of Pepsi a day. Um, and now not even anywhere close to that, if any in a day, um, most times I can go for several streaks, days, weeks without even awesome touching it. So, um, most definitely more energy, sleeping better, all those things that kind of fall into place when you start thinking about what you're putting into your body all the good stuff yeah Yeah. I think that's one of my favorite things about kind of your transformation is that the pepsi (laughs) I've used that story to help many of my clients through and myself too actually (laughs) yeah I think that's and just your attitude about it it's always been like I'll try I'll try and you just continue to try and you continue to see success with it that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't mean I don't fall off the wagon occasionally, nope. but it's okay. That was a really crappy day. Like that was a really bad choice. Let's make a better one next time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, so let's talk about how you kind of transitioned from being nutrition client to nutrition coach. What spurred that on? Um, I think what really spurred it on for me was, I mean, I've been a nurse for 20 years. I've had a lot of health background, um, dealing with aftermath of poor nutrition choices, watching people struggle with their (laughs) issues. Um, it's yeah. And then, um, we took that advanced theory course and it made things like at the gym here and it made, it made the physical part, the programming part click for me. So I was like, well, what if I deep dived a little bit more into the nutrition and maybe that would help it click for me personally. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, deep diving into the specific nutrition, not just from the healthcare perspective, but like from a nutrition coach perspective and learning that, the actual reasons why not going, okay, well, I know this is good, but why is it good kind of thing? Um, it really helped put that into a different perspective and focus for me. 
and kind of shifted to where I was like, I can see the after effects. I want to help people make that choice before it gets to that. And I absolutely love that when you and I first spoke about this opportunity, just the fact that, like you said, you see it and deal with what it looks like down the road. And if you can have this role in the the preemptive part of it, yeah. you know, that would be more empowering and more powerful for you than trying to deal with the after effect. That kind of purpose to helping people bridge that gap. I love that about sort of your why or your reason for mm-hmm. doing this. That's very cool. Not many of us have that type of experience. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Being on the, the tail end of it only as the, the patient, right? <laughs> so that's, it brings a neat perspective to it. And as a coach gives you another level of experience to offer towards your clients, you know, it's like, I can tell you why all these things are bad because look, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I've seen this. You don't want this. It doesn't work out well for anybody in the end. Yeah. While you were deep diving into nutrition, what were some of your biggest, either like aha moments or takeaways or maybe even things that you could see in your own personal experiences? Um, This is going to sound really silly, but what your water intake actually does for you, how much water you drink, um, how it affects not just how your body functions, but how like that cell breakdown happens or that fat breakdown happens, but how it affects your sleep and how it can affect your mood. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I don't know, like, something as simple as water can, can change those things. I felt that was kind of like a. <laughs> and is it interesting that I'm going to assume just based on my experience that that's usually a huge issue clients have when they come in, like, and for us, it's like this simple thing. Cause we know the importance of water, but that is probably the biggest issue that most people have when they come in or that they're, yeah. that they're lacking, right? Yeah, it's like it's not, not consuming, not consuming, consuming enough water. water. They're like, Oh yeah, I drink a glass or two of water a day. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Did, did or, how, about, <laughs> how about, can we increase that to glass at every meal? Yeah. And then I also, it, it can go the other way too, where like us as human beings grossly overestimate what we're actually doing. And they're like, oh yeah, I have two, three liters, absolutely no problem. And then when you actually get them to track it out, it's one to two glasses glasses a day, Yeah, you know? Um, But that's absolutely right. Like just the, the amount of importance it has. And once the client can understand why it's so important, I think it's a little bit easier to, to bring that on. That's cool that that was the thing that was most impactful for you yeah and I think another thing was just like going through it Uh, I mean I have four kids they range from eight to 17 um the kids wanted to know what I was reading Mm -hmm. and so like telling them about oh what's mom studying now and kind of talking to them about it and then Whitney and I had done a little mini family challenge Mm -hmm. kind of at that same time and and getting the little kids like my seven seven-year-old and nine-year-old at the time like excited about what they were eating and how they were milking making their plates during the the day was kind of cool and fun to see as well so taking it from that mom perspective of I need to change my habits so that my kids are going to be healthy when they grow up too and I love it when we bring the families into it because exactly like that not only is it reinforcing it for yourself but now you get to educate and in a more positive light right like as opposed to the diet culture that kind of exists around stuff like this um 
you know, and then as attorneys, kids are growing up with better principles and the more that you emulate it for them, then they're going to emulate it back, you know? And I think it adds an extra accountability layer because if your kids are now involved, they're going to help support that and be asking those questions and, and keeping you accountable. Hey mom, we're supposed to be doing this plate method. Like you're missing something or we're missing something. So at least you've got that extra layer in there. Yeah. And, and they're brutally honest. Right. And they, they remember <laughs> things and they, they know. So like, I, I find it's a better layer than like a spouse because the spouse being an adult, it's easy to just kind of like, Oh, well next time. But yeah. the kids don't let you do that. Like they are there in your face. Yeah. And I think it took, for me, it also took a little bit of that mom guilt away because I was, I mean, we all, as moms, we always have that little bit of guilt. Like when we take our time for ourselves or we spend money on ourselves, it's taking away from the kids. So then like to say, okay, no, look, my kids are actually learning and they're actually benefiting from me trying to improve myself or wow, how I'm doing is yeah. such a great point is yeah. really, was really helpful too yeah. to see them. Do you think the mom aspect of your role, um, like in your own nutrition journey kind of helps or overlaps into your approach as a coach? Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think just knowing what a busy, busy schedule is like, um, right. Working as full-time nurse and four kids and all their activities, and then trying to get in, how do I get healthy meals in and how does, how does this work and making sure that they've got what they need, but not forgetting about yourself in the process yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Most definitely. Which is the two tying things to that type of, mm-hmm. of client, right? Yeah. That niche. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. What do you enjoy most about being a nutrition coach? I love the sitting down and talking. Um, I mean, I love talking, but I also love <laughs> listening. I love listening and hearing hearing what the nutrition clients are doing and how they're feeling and how that little thing that we were focusing on in the last month has made a huge difference. And, you know, something as simple as, okay, let's increase our water from two glasses a day to like, let's try for four or five glasses a day this month. And then, Hey, we've got that good. Let's now go to, you know, let's see if we can hit two liters next month and celebrating those wins with the clients is my favorite part. Have you, I know you've only been doing this for a couple months now, but have you had a favorite moment? Oh, that's a, that's a tough. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Yeah. Um, I think I've had, well, I've had two like highlight moments. Um, one with a virtual client. So like a, a not a virtual client. It's a real client. A remote client. Yes. It's a real client. Avatar that exists. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, great. You lost weight. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, a remote client um, who, you know, wasn't able to come in for the in-body scans and not being able to see the the readouts from that way, but like just watching their mood improve over the time and then feeding themselves better and feeding their families better and, and then seeing success with measurements and cool and stuff like that was really a big highlight. And then even like this week of sitting down with a client and, you know, wasn't big wins, but it was a win and celebrating that with them and, and just watching how 
they're like, they look at it and they're like, ah, it's working. Like it's finally paying off kind of thing. Like, yeah. Whatever, watching I know, them. I know the specific client you're yeah. speaking about and the moment that you guys had in here then carried over into my session I had with them after. And that person was just like so elated and yeah. just proud. You could tell the, the yeah, pride like, level. Yeah. yeah. That's I think I love my that. favorite my favorite part of it is watching them take pride in themselves. And I think so often people get caught up on like, we have to see results on the in-body or, you know, it has to be number objectively based, but we get, we miss, we get like so cornered into that. And then we get to miss all these bigger wins of like the behavioral changes, which in my opinion are far more valuable um, than, you know, a, a bunch of numbers spit out those are valuable too, but yeah, this is more longer lasting and has a bigger impact. Well, and I think the behavioral changes help with their emotional yeah. and mental status, right? And mm-hmm. that's where you see it and you see those mood changes. And they're, and they're the key to making those objective mm-hmm. measurements change that yeah. they're looking for. So and yeah. I think that's the, I find the hardest part because we all know that we all know the benefits and the trickle down effect of seeing those habits change and all of that, but the clients get so stuck on those numbers. I find it very hard to create that change in mentality. And when you do have those clients who can make that shift and be like, Hey, I know these numbers didn't change or change as much as I wanted to, but, and then they can list all of those things that you've been trying to guide them towards. Um, I find those are really important wins too. Yeah. To see that. Yeah, definitely. But it's definitely a hard thing for people to wrap their heads around when they get stuck on numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Um, you just took on our fall nutrition challenge. I did. All on your own. <laughs> I did. How was that? Uh, it was a little overwhelming in the beginning. Um, yeah, I enough. mean, it's, Nutrition coaching is a new role for me. So just learning, learning the ropes of everything. And then, you know, going from that one-on-one aspect of a client to a group aspect. And now it's me and, and 10 to 11, 12 other people going, okay. (laughs) Um, But it was fun. It was fun. um, Watching, watching changes happen. Just even like, um, through conversations with them more so um, than anything and just saying, oh, well, hey, I've been working on this and, and the accountability part has been awesome. And cool. yeah, that's been, it's been different. It's been fun. It's a different approach, right? And yeah. it's very like skeleton. It's very basic because that's the role of that challenge. And yeah. the types of interactions you can get, like the people who are literally stepping into nutrition experience for the very first time, or the people that just need like a reset and how they almost like work together. You know, the newbies are asking questions. Those people that have experience are answering them or giving their opinions and vice versa. It's just that group dynamic makes it a whole different thing. And I always enjoyed that part too. I mean, that's why we've ran it for so Mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was an eye opener. Definitely more, more fun than I thought it was going to be initially. <laughs> I think because you were so like stressed and, and yeah. you're a perfectionist yes. and like things done and organized and stuff. So I think 
just the initial take on of this task yeah. and yeah. the stress that came along. And once it, it was set up, it, it was like runs, right? runs and itself it itself and you can relax yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So that the next time we run one of these. Yeah. And I, like I said, a part of it was that unknown. Yeah. Too. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what these people are going to ask me or what they're going to. Yeah. But then, like you said, you kind of just get into it and it, it becomes fun and you create yeah. these connections with these people as individuals and as a group. And it's, it's a nice way to connect with them. Mm -hmm. What was yep. your biggest takeaway from that challenge or running the challenge? Um, oh gosh. Another on the spot I'm question. <laughs> biggest takeaway because is it wrapping up this it's week? wrapping up yeah this week okay. yeah it's um yeah it wrapped up just before thanksgiving okay. so now we're just doing all Your the follow-ups and all cool. the final check-ins so, so okay so then i can reword my question well does the group as a whole have a takeaway or was there an overarching theme that the group struggled with or you saw change in anything like that um the biggest challenge I mean, like any other kind of nutrition client was just getting veggies in mm -hmm. and struggling to get veggies in. Um, one of my favorite things that we did was like look for hidden sugars and things and just realizing the eye openers. Yeah. Yeah. Realizing all the things that we consume in a day that actually have sugar in it that we thought was healthy for us, but turns out has way more sugar and fat in it than we thought it did kind yeah. of thing those are the fun like that was yeah. a fun one yeah um sharing recipes to kind of like what's your favorite food what's your favorite recipe um was fun too just kind of learning everybody else's palate yeah <laughs> right what I like you don't necessarily like so what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you and that's what I like about the group atmosphere of that because like you can sit one-on-one -on -one with a client and give them these ideas and it's like well I don't like that and I don't like that but at least in that group setting you've got multiple people throwing out ideas to pick from so it's always nice to have kind of that backup support in that group setting mm -hmm. next one comes up in January right yep new year yeah so that one's always fun yeah look out for that middle of november december right getting set up for that good little reset for the, the new year i always find that one tough because everybody's like by like end of week one i've got a headache and it's like that sugar withdrawal that they went after the holidays Christmas. yeah it's like that's the overlying theme of i don't feel very good and it's like yeah, yeah. you're just you're kind of getting rid of some crap that you could put into your body just, for just hang in there it'll get better yeah. it'll get better give it a couple more that days. one's always like you always run into that situation yeah. so pieces excuse me pieces of advice for somebody on the fence about starting a nutrition program what would you tell them come in and have a chat the hardest step is always the first step right yeah getting in the just to have that conversation um with one of the coaches right like just making that call just taking that first step through the door to, to come in and say okay i'm having an issue um i'd like to improve but i'm not sure how and asking for help is always the hardest thing I was just going to ask you, because Taryn and I have had this conversation, but why do you think people avoid working on their nutrition as much as, they as do? much as, yeah, well, like we, we as humans want to be self-reliant, right? So mm -hmm. to, to ask for help often puts us out of our comfort zone. Cause it's hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's those bad habits and we like them and we yeah. don't want to give them up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, Oh, if I do this, she's going to make me stop all of this stuff. And, 
And that's what I really like about our program is that it's not, not a restrictive, Mm -hmm. restrictive program where you come in and be like, okay, I need you to stop this, 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 and this, and this. (laughs) This is actually interesting. You're saying this. I had a client um, who is about to begin a program with me and uh, says to me the other day, I'm actually glad we moved our initial chart, like our initial consultation because it's my birthday on the weekend and I want to have a glass of champagne and I know that you're going to tell me to cut out all booze. So I just want to make sure that I can do this before I start. And I, I, you know how I get (laughs) just like, listen, like don't make assumptions about what is right or wrong or how I'm going to go about doing this for you. Right. Like it's my job to find ways and things that are going to make you more successful but, I, but I, this is like a common theme when people are on that fence is they've got so many assumptions in their head about how this is going to go. Well, I need to cut out X, Y, and Z, and I never get to have these foods again. And I can't have this with my family or on Fridays, we have movie nights and I can't do this and blah, blah, blah. Right. It's just like, you've already got this narrative running through your mind and you haven't even asked for help yet. Yeah. You know, so you're almost setting yourself up for failure because you're not even allowing yourself to have that chance. You know, it's just literally the intro is a conversation. Yeah. We want to know what your problem is or like where it is that you want to go that you just can't get to. Let us kind of dive into the deeper whys and stuff. Like let us map this out for you, but it's meant to work. Well, I'm on my soapbox right now. <laughs> like it, it's, it's meant to work with your lifestyle, right? Like yeah. the reason you are still where you are and the reason you've been unsuccessful with what you've tried in the past is because you got locked into a box right? And if we can find something or some approach, some type of habit building and routine forming approach to this, that's going to be things that you enjoy to do and and not be in that restrictive mindset, you're going to be 10,000 more times successful at it, you know? And that's not to say that as soon as you start, you snap your fingers and you're winning at this. No, like a transformation, a life overhaul, it's hard. And you just have to come in with that mindset that as long as you keep trying, you're asking for help and you're going to keep trying. Those are the right. two pieces Progress of the perfection. Exactly. Yeah. And I think too, people don't come to us as coaches to ask questions. They check in with their friends who have done the nutrition program and assume that that's going to be their path. So yeah. my friend is counting every single piece of food they put in their mouth. I don't want to do that. So nutrition is not right for me. No, your friend is doing that because that aligns with their goals. It aligns where they're at. It aligns with like Many the path that they're yeah. on. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that's where you belong. And I think that kind of trips people up. Great that you're reaching out to a friend to ask about their experience and get their advice, but come to us and we will let you and guide you and, and make sure you have the appropriate plan for you, your goals, your lifestyle, the habits you have or don't have or need. And I find that that gets people caught up sometimes. Too. Yeah. And that's just how we are as social human beings, right? Yes. We want that social proof or that social credit of the success your friends have had. Yeah. Well, if it works for them, then it's going to work for me. Or if it doesn't work for them, it's not going to work for me. But yeah. Like that's, what's so great about our approach now is like, it is so individualized yeah. and we can't help you unless you ask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We know that <laughs> fitness and nutrition is a great combination. It's not the only winning pieces, but it is major pieces of the puzzle. And so if you are still in that mindset that you can work out your bad diet and your bad habits and all that shit, like that's 1990 thinking. 
<laughs> Never ex- out exercise a bad diet. Yeah. No. Oof, we got on a ramble there. <laughs> you got, I got a little bit passionate there. <laughs> Wouldn't be what else is so I can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. Man. Episode 64. Thanks for joining us, Arla. No. Um, listener, for me. listener questions this week, you can direct at us and we'll pass them on to Arla if you want to know anything more about her journey or what she can do for you as a nutrition coach. Um, maybe just give us some insight into what you're struggling with and Arla can give some tips and suggestions on how to get past that. Anything you've got for us, send it our way. You know how to reach out to us. Make sure you follow our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll catch you guys next week. Episode 64. Done and done.